You're listening to the Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 134, Make Life Effortless by Embracing the Real You. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. I am just exploding right now, you guys. I am so excited for this podcast episode. In fact, I have a different episode I already recorded, but I have been so excited since I had this epiphany today that I decided I'm going to get on, even though it's a Saturday, I'm going to record a new podcast episode and the one I did before will come out later. But this one just has to be said. And right now is the time to do it because when you're feeling it, you just got to go with it. So today we're going to talk about making your life effortless by embracing the real you. And like I said, I had an epiphany today and it has felt so good. I don't know why it's taken it so long for this to sink in, but today I realized that just being you is the most beautiful thing to be and it's way easier than pretending to be other people or trying to be something you're not. I don't know why it took so long for this to sink in, but today this message hit me and it came about in kind of a strange way. Like I've heard people say this all the time, but for some reason, this is what caused it to sink in. Okay, you guys, so I don't know if you've heard of like the different seasons for your color palette as far as like what you should wear. I told you this is a strange place that I got this from. Okay, so stay with me here. But when like you have your skin tone, right? And different colors look best on certain skin tones. So taking into account your skin tone and if it's warm or muted, the color of your hair, the color of your eyes, different color palettes are going to look best on you and really make you look beautiful and alive and vibrant. And so they break it up into different seasons where there are, you know, spring and there's a color palette for that. There's summer, there's autumn and winter and different shades and colors go along with those seasons. And so it's recommended, you know, if your skin tone, hair, eye combination, all of that falls into this certain season, here are the colors that are recommended for you to wear. Now, I got a, kind of obsessed with this lately because I follow these people on Instagram called The Color Key. You guys should go check them out, but they're all about helping you discover your color season and what looks best on you, what colors make you come alive and look the most vibrant. And I'd been following them for a little while, and I was like, I think I know what season I am. I think I'm autumn because I've got brown hair, and it just seemed like that's what I am. I was like, either I'm an autumn, like a warm autumn, or I'm a spring. And I felt like I kind of knew, but I did a quiz. Me and my husband last night, we had just a, you know, a night at home hanging out after the kids went to bed. And I made him do a color quiz with me to see what our seasons were. 
And it was so interesting because he like nailed it. He did his and it pulled up a picture of his like celebrity lookalike, except for it was a girl. Because <laughs> I think mostly girls take these quizzes. But it looked like his sister. And mine that kept coming up was like, not like me at all. And I'd be like, no, that's not right. So I'd retake the quiz. And I'd be like, no, that's not right. But then finally, I nailed it. I got one back and I was like, what? I'm a cool summer. But then when I looked at the people, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks just like me. And yeah, like those colors, I have a shirt that has like three of those colors in it. And I love that shirt. And it was so fascinating to see that I had been so wrong about myself, first of all, but that once I embraced that and started like putting those colors on me. So today I am wearing a shirt that's in my color palette and I looked up what makeup looks best for that like season and put that on. And I was like, wow, I look awesome. <laughs> now stay with me, you guys. This is not all about looks and all of that. Okay. Hang out with me for a little bit and I'll get to the real message I'm trying to give you. And hopefully you can see where I'm going with this. But as I embraced who I am, what my true strengths are and who I am just naturally, it was so much easier to look how I wanted and feel how I wanted and looked way better than when I've been trying to force myself into these other categories. Now I said, I didn't really know who I was as far as my color palette, right? Then some of you guys might not know who you are, what your strengths are, what your personality is or things like that right off the bat, right? Like I took this quiz several times and I thought I had known, but it kept not being right. And I think sometimes in our lives, we don't really know who we are or what our strengths are. And that's okay. We just have to keep trying, keep trying new things, putting ourselves out there and being willing to observe ourselves and we'll start to discover what those things are. So I've noticed that this is something I've done in my life a lot where I've maybe had an idea of who I am or at least who I want to be, kind of that ideal version of myself. And I've tried to force myself into that box. So like with the color palette, I had tried to force myself into being an autumn, but those colors aren't what look best on me. Those aren't my real strengths and my characteristics that shine in those colors. So sometimes in my life, I've done that before. So I remember I used to take like the Myers-Briggs questionnaire. It's a personality test if you're not familiar with it. And I thought that I was an extrovert. Back in like high school, when I first started taking this quiz, I've taken it several times because I have a degree in psychology and they're all about having you take these types of quizzes. But the first time I took it, and for a few times when I took it, I thought I was an extrovert. So I would take the quiz and I would kind of be biased in my answers because it's self-reported. You're saying how you respond in different situations. And I would kind of skew it to get myself that result that I'm an extrovert. Just like when I was taking the color palette quiz, I would skew it to get that result that I was a warm autumn. But that's not who I am. I'm not a warm autumn and I'm not an extrovert. <laughs> I am an introvert. But because I thought that I was supposed to be an extrovert for whatever reason, 
I think I just thought being an extrovert meant you were kinder, you were more friendly, you had better social skills, which isn't true. But those were my assumptions, so I tried to fit into that box. And I think many of us try to do that. We are just like, no, this is what I am, or this is what I'm supposed to be. And we're trying to squeeze into that, to contort ourselves to fit into that box. But that's not who we are. And it's so hard to try to squeeze into that box. It takes so much effort. Like when I try to force myself to be an extrovert, I get exhausted. My husband and I, when we got married, that was something we had to figure out because he is an extrovert. So he would love if our calendar was completely booked with all these social engagements. We'd have church activities. We'd have time with friends, game nights, and things with work friends. And he just loved to constantly be going. So we'd have our shifts that we worked and then on our days off, he loved to constantly be on the go. And that was exhausting to me. I tried for a little while. I was like, I'm an extrovert. I can do this. But I was exhausted. And so it wasn't until I leaned into, actually, I'm an introvert. And sometimes I need time alone to recharge. And then I'm ready to go hang out with people. I still love people. I still have such wonderful, amazing friendships. I still know how to connect with people, but I also need time alone to recharge. And once I accepted that about myself and stopped resisting it, then I could lean into that strength. And now, as I'm really loving these strengths that I have, I'm not like, it's okay that I'm an introvert, but you really should be an extrovert. It'd be better if you were. I don't think that anymore since pretty much today. (laughs) As I'm realizing the beauty of my unique strengths and your unique strengths and all of us being individuals and having this perfect combination of traits, as I think about me being an introvert, I'm like, that's okay. That's actually awesome. Because I am someone who loves to connect with people on a really deep, intimate level. I love being with people one-on-one, more so than in big groups, because I'm such a good listener And I like to give people my full attention. And so I feel kind of exhausted when there's a whole bunch of people and I can't give every single person my full attention. But I'm really good at being one-on-one with people and just absorbing everything with them, just hearing them and listening to them and connecting with them. And so I love that about me. I love that strength that I have. I would also try to force myself into being an extrovert Well, I don't know if it's really about being an extrovert, but trying to be different than I am with the podcast. So I am not someone who loves small talk. I like to have deep, meaningful conversations with people. And I get to do that a lot on the podcast. I love diving deep with you guys and sharing insights and ideas and perspectives that have really helped me in my life. Because I'm like... If it helped me, maybe it's going to help somebody else, right? So I love taking things really deep with you and talking about things that I think really matter. 
but I am not someone who likes to do small talk very much. But as I've resisted that about myself, I have tried to force it because I always thought, you know, like when you listen to podcasts, you hear people do the little banter at the beginning and tell you funny little things about what's going on in their day. And I like to do that sometimes, but other times it just doesn't feel natural to me. I told my husband, the hardest part of doing the podcast for me is the first five minutes because I feel like I have to banter. I feel like I have to share little things that are going on in my life and force that small talk. Once I get going in the episode, then I'm you know, sharing stuff that I'm really passionate about and it's deeper. And that's really fun for me because it comes naturally. Those are my unique strengths. And so it's kind of cool being like, you know what? I just realized I've been trying to force myself into the, the box of someone who loves small talk. And I don't have to do that anymore because what I love about me is that I love to take things deep, that I like to have meaningful conversations. And I like to share little things here. I tell a lot of stories throughout my podcasts, but if it's not feeling natural and like something I want to do, I don't have to do the banter at the beginning. (laughs) I know for you guys listening, you're like, duh, Abby, it's okay, right? But I bet there are things in your life that you're trying to force right now that you think is what you're supposed to do. We all have those things. So I'm just trying to share with you a whole bunch of mine. So maybe you can see like, you know, you're not doing a podcast probably, but there are other things in your life that you're trying to force. And you think that that's what you have to do. But if you step back and you're like, wait a second, look at these strengths I have. Look at how amazing I am. How can I amplify that? That's where the magic lies. That's the secret sauce. You are the secret sauce to your life. So when you're trying to be something else, a different flavor of sauce, (laughs) your life isn't as flavorful and vibrant as it could be, as if, if you were just you. If you were that amazing, unique flavor that only you can bring to your life. That's the magic, you guys. And it's so cool because that's the easiest thing to do. Like, I I keep saying this because I'm like, it baffles me that I haven't realized this until now. But when I try to force the small talk or I try to force myself to be an extrovert or I try to force what colors I wear, takes a lot of effort. It's a draining. It's exhausting. But just being me, being like, oh, I can just lean into all of that and love all of that. It's way more fun. It's way more effective and it's way easier. So I hope that you'll do that in your life too. Now, I want to be clear here This doesn't mean you need to pile on a whole bunch of limiting beliefs about yourself. So the difference and the distinction I want to make is I want you to embrace you, embrace your natural strengths and abilities. But that doesn't mean, say, you can't be anything different or you can't do the stuff that doesn't fall in to that category of strengths you identified. Okay, so let me give you an example of this, okay? 
So I, in the last few months, started doing reels on Instagram. So those are like short videos. A lot of them are like 10 to 15 seconds. They're really short, but they're video and you're getting on and you can lip sync, you can speak, you know, like you can just get on there and talk directly to the camera. You, a lot of people dance, a lot of people um, point at text bubbles and do characters. There's all kinds of different things you can do. But I started doing these a few months ago and at first it felt really strange to be doing this. Like whenever we do something new, it usually feels pretty strange to us. So if I were saying doing videos is not my strength, dancing around, whatever, that's not my strength, then maybe I would have a limiting belief about myself. Like I can't do that. And that's not the point of this. Instead, what we can say is, this is what I want to do. This is a, something I think is important or a way I want to challenge myself. How can I bring my strengths into this? Okay, so for me, it's been kind of fun to do little character reels where I dress up as a nurse who's really overwhelmed and exhausted or I'm a perfectionist, or I did one recently where I was dressed up as a devil nurse who was kind of that like mean voice inside your head. And so that's been kind of fun for me. I like being kind of clever and witty and a little bit silly, but I'm not someone who likes to dance around. So this was a way that I could bring my strength of my wit, my cleverness, my teaching abilities, um, even a little bit of acting, and bring it into reels to make it more fun for me. Okay, so for you, again, just like you're not doing a podcast, you might not be making reels very often, but in your life, you might have some things that you could bring your strengths into. So with your job, for instance, if you're thinking about your strengths and you're like, okay, I'm an introvert, I love connecting with people, like how I've been saying about mine, one-on-one, right? I could look at that and be like, you know what? Being a bedside nurse might be kind of hard as an introvert. I'm not really seeing how my unique strengths really play into being a bedside nurse, right? It seems like the people who are really bubbly and outgoing and really good at small talk and all of that love being around people, that they would naturally be really good nurses. But that would be a limiting belief, right? To say, I'm an introvert, so I can't be a good bedside nurse or I can't be a good manager, right? But that's not what we're trying to do here. Instead, we want to say, these are the strengths I have. How can I amplify those strengths in the context of being a bedside nurse or in the context of being a manager? So I love to connect with people one-on-one. I love having meaningful conversations. Those are awesome strengths to have as a bedside nurse. And I can also just be aware I might need a little time to recharge. My breaks might be really important to me. Where for extroverts, they're important to them too, right? But I might just know for me, maybe for different reasons, I really need my breaks to take that time to have a little quiet time by myself. Maybe I'm not going to go to the cafeteria with my coworkers or sit with everyone for lunch all the time because I know I just need a little time to recharge and then 
I'm going to be my absolute best so I can continue to bring those strengths to my unit. Okay. So you see how that works? You see how we're not turning it into a limiting belief. Instead, we're bringing our strengths into every situation, every goal that we have and celebrating and amplifying them. Okay. I don't know if you guys can tell I'm kind of out of breath with this podcast episode because I'm so excited. I keep forgetting to breathe. <laughs> so when I go back and listen to it and do the editing, hopefully, I mean, I can't really fix it if I'm out of breath, but just so you know, that's what's going on here. I'm like winded because I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this because it really is like hitting home for me and exciting me. And like I said, this is so much deeper than the color palettes, you know, how I was saying like, wear the right colors for you and your true beauty will shine so much easier. Like that's not what this is about, but we can bring that into every situation, whether it's clothing, whether it's your personality, whether it's your job or even the people around you. Sometimes it's hard to appreciate our strengths because the people around us aren't recognizing those and amplifying them the way they could be amplified, right? So like wearing the colors that don't flatter your skin, being around certain people kind of dims your strengths or how they're portrayed. Now, of course, other people don't have that power to make you feel like your strengths aren't as good as they are right? That's all of our thoughts. You guys have heard me say this a million times, like our thoughts are what create how we feel about ourselves. And it's true even with that simple example of what colors you're wearing. You're defining, your thoughts are what determine if you think you look nice or not, right? Like I could wear autumn colors and have thoughts like you look beautiful, that looks amazing on you. That's your color. I could just decide to believe those things. But it's easier for me to believe those things when I'm wearing colors that those thoughts naturally come up for me when I wear them. Right? So with the people in our lives, people might not appreciate your strengths. They might think you're doing it wrong, that you should be different. And you get to decide what you make that mean, right? You could say, no, I am amazing and talented and I love my personality. I love who I am. And so you can still feel good about yourself, still feel confident and appreciate yourself. But just like wearing the right colors for you, being around the right people makes it so much easier to believe those thoughts. So though you can't, choose every single person who's in your life. People are going to come in and out of your life without you knowing how they're going to respond to you or without you being able to like censor it every step of the way. You can seek out people and try to spend time with more people who recognize your strengths and who amplify your strengths and who you feel comfortable being yourself around. Because when you're with those people, it will be even easier to believe that you're amazing and beautiful and whole and complete, just you are. 
So seek out those people. We can do the thought work with the other people because they're still going to be there sometimes. But also seek out those people because it just feels good to be you and to be with people who love you for you. So let's just bring more of that into our lives. This month in Bold Nurse Society, we're doing a workshop called The Strength Spectrum. And it's all about embracing your strengths and seeing your weaknesses as potential strengths. Maybe they're strengths in disguise or they're your weaknesses are strengths that are overused. So it's all about appreciating yourself. And I didn't plan to have this epiphany of the same month we're doing that workshop in Bold Nurse Society, but for my Bold Nurse Society members, I want you to take what you learned in that Bold Nurse brush up and apply it, like take this podcast episode and see how they run hand in hand, how they work together side by side that we can embrace our strengths and love ourselves. I have told you guys many times on here that one of my favorite go-to thoughts when I'm kind of beating myself up or thinking I'm not good enough, one of my favorite go-to thoughts is I love me anyway. I find that thought to work really well because I'm not convincing myself that I'm perfect, but I can still extend that compassion and love for myself. But As much as I love that thought, it is a stepping stone thought. That ultimately is not our goal. We do want to take it a step further. We want to drop the anyway. So instead of saying, I love me anyway, which is kind of like how I was saying, I'm an introvert, but I love me anyway. You see how that's kind of still saying being an introvert is a flaw. What we want to do is drop the anyway, genuinely drop it, get to a place where we can say, I'm an introvert and I love me. I am a bedside nurse and I love me. I'm single and I love me. I'm kind of quirky and weird sometimes and I love me. I'm kind of awkward sometimes and I love me. I genuinely love those things about me is where we want to go. So use that stepping stone thought. Start with, I love me anyway. And once you can really believe that, see if you can drop the anyway. Because you are lovable. You are amazing. All of those things that make you, you, once you can embrace them, then you'll take off. Remember, because you're the secret sauce to your life. Your life needs you, the real you. And that's going to make things so much easier and so much more beautiful. All right, my friends, you guys are amazing. We're all amazing. It's pretty cool. All right, I'll talk to you later. Take care.